Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, guys, it is episode 40 of Coffee and Shell. I am your host, Sleeves, joined by my co-host, Kesso. And this is the season finale of season one of Coffee and Shell, as my man Kesso here is about to, uh, you know, uh, bring someone else into the world, his his little daughter, and uh, he's going to have to hang him up for a little while, my man. Yeah, exactly. So, like, uh, the 25th we have, like, is the date, so... Um, I have like a month off of like paternity leave slash PTO. So I figured taking that month, you know, hanging out with my wife and my daughter, which sounds weird, dude, it's so weird. Like that it just hit us recently. Like we're going to be responsible for like a little human. Yep. Um, but it's going to be awesome. Like, I, I mean, I think it'll be great. We're both really excited. That's good. Um, we have like a bunch of like cute clothes and stuff picked out, which sounds like lame, I guess, but it's, you know, it is what it is whenever that happens uh i have this really cool shirt it says fantasy football legend because she'll be watching all the games on sunday with me let's go i'm I'm ready that's awesome man well it is uh it's been really fun we uh i wanted to do this this year and you were the only one that uh i wanted to you know be consistent and do it with so i think our first season was successful and we will be back at the start of nhl 23 probably throughout september i would think as well but it's tentative we'll figure it out yeah for sure yeah i think um we probably went on too long in the summer let's be honest yeah we we did for sure for sure we we had like that month or two where we were doing the top fives and we were like really grasping at straws but we did it um and this is like what episode 40 like we stuck with something for almost a year yep and then we'll be back for you know whenever the news starts coming out yeah and i think that so let's we're going to spend this episode uh doing a year in review of nhl and and what what we've seen and it liked and disliked and uh you know we have been pretty negative in the past about uh the game that we love but nonetheless uh where do you where do you want to start let's let's start with something you really liked about nhl 22's hockey ultimate team okay i can think of one thing um the icons were so bad in the game that it actually led people to using NHL player, active NHL players for once. Uh, the prior few years, they were overpowered, so you actually seen people that you saw on the ice at night. So it was that was a, a fresh thing to happen this year. I will say that was I I went back and I was looking at like some videos I did in like NHL nineteen, and that was the year where I believe every month you got an icon. Like for yeah. for just the seasonal reward or the monthly reward or whatever, if you did enough, and uh, I saw a video and it was this is the game was released in September. This is pre COVID. I think it was NHL nineteen, and uh, I saw my team on November second or sorry October second, and uh, the only the only active player was Connor McDavid on my team. Every yeah, single thing was icons because I I just grinded to get uh you know as many uh, icons as I could because those are the best cards in the game so. I can agree with that. I would also say that icons were a negative as well, though, as there was simply no way to obtain them or make them useful for a large majority of the year. You agree there? 
Uh, I, I do. Like, so, yeah, they, they weren't great, right? We know that. Like, it, it kind of sucked. But it was still refreshing, for, from my point of view, just to see more active players. They I'll have s- to find, like, a happy medium, right? I'll, I'll say this. Um, I think that, I said this to you earlier, I think that uh, over the last couple of years, I know myself, I've been kind of forgetting about the the viewer base that I have or the majority of the player base and been really focused on the competitive side. I don't know if that's because of my involvement with the GWC or just being a pretty decent player as a whole. Um, and, and you kind of forget about the guys that, you know, are in divisions four and three and they just play a couple times a week and it's no big deal. And I think that one thing that was really positive that they added throughout halfway, about halfway through the year was the upgradable master set so that you could actually obtain them. Uh, I do yeah. think that those were cool. I hated that they were capped. Um, and they slowly just became kind of useless uh, and very, very expensive again. But I, I do think that upgrade system, it's a start. I feel like we are at a point with Hockey Ultimate Team where, as a consumer, we are legitimately being scammed every year because there's no other hockey game anymore. I did a video looking back at the past few hockey ultimate teams and nhl 20 the weekly thing to do was rivals squad battles hut champs and i don't even think hut rush was in the game yet i think that no, was 21 i think that was new for 21 yeah so there was no hut rush however there was online seasons that had no rewards essentially to it so they killed the mode and i think draft champs was in the game with zero rewards as well um that is uh if if we enter into nhl 23 and we have no confirmation of this with that being the exact same weekly cycle i don't know how else we can justify playing the game at that and I'll, i'll use this as an example so madden just launched and madden had the most hype i've i think i've ever seen it have um, I follow a lot of really big creators among all other games and Madden, you know, last year's Madden was atrocious, much like 22, in my opinion, for NHL, but Madden specifically was absolutely atrocious. Uh, the gameplay, the, uh, the, 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 if there is people complain about pay to win in NHL, it's not even close. Yeah, Madden's been the most pay to win for years. Madden is absolutely god awful because if you don't have a 99 speed wide receiver or cornerback to cover a wide receiver, like that GG, they can just throw it down the field. Um, and what happened was I personally love franchise mode in Madden, but I would play it. And then once I was done, I'd forget about it. It's not something I like I mained or dumped in thousands of hours, but I put in a, probably about 50 to a hundred hours every year of Madden franchise mode, not on stream. I just like playing it. And I was kind of just ignorant to the fact that it'd been the exact same for like seven years. And, yeah. uh, they made a like movement. And I remember even prior and during last year, when they released the game, the community of Madden was so hard on EA that they had to come out and say, hey, we have to have, we're having these three big live series updates for franchise mode. We're completely redoing it. And that didn't happen in 2022. In 23's franchise mode, I've watched a lot of streams today and some of the videos that had been released prior. It looks fantastic. So, but the point I want to make here is that they made enough noise where EA Sports, the Coca Cola of video game companies, where they don't really care about your opinion because you will still pay and you will still buy and they will still survive. They listened. I, I simply do not know 
you know, how many more, if, if there is, if there, I, I would have to assume there is no draft champs being added. Again, maybe I'll be stunned and surprised. I didn't think X-Factors were going to be in the game last year at this time. So, you know, who's to say? But if draft champs isn't in, I don't see them putting in a new mode. And it appears to me that Rivals, the whole point of Rivals is to is, is literally just an excuse to say something's in the game. And it's so easy to maintain because they just pre-send, uh, yeah, here's the five player pool cards and here are the you know random arbitrary objectives to go do and then because they don't want it to be a competitive mode there's no good rewards and they just set it and forget it like i don't understand like how would you what would you question for you though yeah so those changes came in madden because there was so much noise around Mm -hmm. it right you had prominent community members you know voicing their concerns you had like a ton of people I, I feel like that still happens in NHL. It's just the game's not big enough, right? Because True. you're probably, besides Nasher, you're probably the biggest content creator. Mm-hmm. And um, I pale in comparison harsh. to, like, ScoMo or MMG. Yeah, and like, like, all those, all those people in, in, like, Madden and stuff are obviously bigger and, like, right? But, like, still in NHL, you're you're the second biggest besides Nasher. Um, and you're pretty harsh. Now, whenever it comes, like, down, like, step below like some of those people aren't as critical but i still like i feel like there's a lot of content creators that are like i'm pretty critical on twitch and like youtube and twitter and all that um i'm not as big as some of the other ones but there's still a lot of negative uh publicity whenever it comes to nhl but there's still no changes to hut you know like is there at a certain point enough noise it's made that they'd have to do some changes or what i i think like I have a real, you know, you know, maybe tinfoil hat scenario here. I would be, I'd, I've said this before in the podcast. I would hazard a guess that ultimate team modes in every single game, whether it be NBA 2K, had their two biggest years ever because of the pandemic. One, people are at home, and two, people were getting free money to sit at home. And when you give people that don't have a lot of money money, they don't save it and spend it rationally. They try to get rid of it because they're comfortable with having no money, which is a whole other psychological issue. But yeah, I mean, I would agree with more with your first point than the second point. But, but like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there is a lot more people. So you get an EA executive at EA Sports, not EA NHL, that says, wow, hockey ultimate team, keep doing what you're doing. You know, game sales. Maybe you're a little down. Let's work on World of Shell. Like, yeah. Because World of Shell is what is there is no monetization there, which there should be, not attributes, but it's gotten to the point where it's like, dude, I don't want to. Medically, s- there should be. Yeah, like that's insane yeah. to me. I get there. I get that EA is like, you know, we're completely free to play. We're not going to charge you for any of your cosmetics. It's like, but dude, I don't want to play four months to not have a jersey tuck. Like, yeah. let me buy it. But you know what I mean? I think that's something that is kind of forgotten is people either have time or they have money. And unfortunately, some people don't have either. And that that sucks. You know what I mean? Like, that's just this, that's just reality, right? If I am someone that values my time so much more than money, I have a really bad relationship with money in the sense that, like, I if I need more, I'll go earn it. I'll find a way. I will literally just go and earn it. It's whatever. Time, to me, is way more valuable. So if I want to hop into a game, Madden today, I'm going to mess around in, in, in Madden Ultimate Team for, like, Two months or a month, six weeks, I'll get to Division One because I've done that the last couple of years, and then that'll be it. I spent $200 in packs today because at launch I want to have a decent team, and I'm completely okay with that, right? And I think that in, in Hockey Ultimate Team, like, 
you know, or in World of Chell, like, if, if you're going to spend, a, you have to spend a ton of time to get what you want. That's just kind of, you know, we're not, it, it's like an archaic thing, you know, where they could make a lot of money. And maybe that would alleviate and more money coming into the game would allow them to work on Hockey Ultimate Team. No, I'm at the point where I don't think, because like, I, I feel like they're making a lot from Ultimate Team, right? We've learned, I, I highly doubt their, their headcount is increasing on their dev team due to that money. And that so, won't ever happen. Like no, I've said that before. Because, like you said, the numbers are good. The numbers are good and hot. Mm-hmm. Like no, no matter how bad the mode is, people are spending time doing their weekly chores. Uh, they're playing their squad battles games. They're playing their rivals games. And those those engagement numbers are looking pretty solid to EA. And that's all that matters. I, I agree. And, it, and it's unfortunate. I've said this before as well. Like, I will always want the game to be better, no matter what. Even, like, you know, if I don't agree with, like, gameplay stuff, um, you know, because I think gameplay is so subjective, I will never comment on gameplay ever again. I've I've literally, I've, I've realized that there is no way ever there will be an NHL game where everyone agrees this is the best gameplay. Yeah. You will never get that because the game of hockey has... In terms of a video game, is not like ones and z- ones and zeros. Like in Madden, if you understand the way to get better at the game is knowledge, right? Hockey require the NHL video game requires the most amount of thumb skill of any game of any sports game, and the 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 luck that comes into every game that people view as ice tilt is unfortunate. But that happens in the real game. So yeah. like you know what I mean like no matter what it will always it'll it'll never be something where everyone can enjoy because it is kind of a damning game where you can play great defensively but you know a shot goes off of your guy's ass and it's in the net and it's like dude that happens in real life like I Luongo literally got scored on by hitting the ref right in the schmank it went right off his nuts into the net like that happened so like the fact that that can happen is 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 why I don't I will never comment on gameplay but like I will always be on every, on the on the side of improvement of the mode because if the mode is better and more people enjoy it yo odds are my numbers go up right you know what I mean like selfishly I want the game to be better but that doesn't you know we both have the same you know the same path and like desire right and I don't know if I I have a fear that it will be the same cycle I'm what I'm super curious about is is cross console because Madden didn't have it. Madden doesn't need it, but Madden didn't have it. FIFA did have it, and FIFA doesn't need it. And I really thought that when cross console came out for EA, this would be an across the board thing. And it was actually reported that that was the plan. As an earnings call back, like in a year, it was like a year ago, it was like the uh, the you know the the intention is for every NH or every video game title by EA to be cross console. And FIFA being it, I was like, okay, sick. And Madden's not. It's like, that's not good news. Um, yeah. Because, you know, I, the NHL devs have never... We have never innovated a mode. It has. I disagree. Been, well, I mean, Hut I Rush. Hut Rush, I guess. No, no, no. Um, NHL was the first one with that team play. What do you back mean team in, play? I know that's a long Oh, World of Shell, you mean, right? Yeah, EASHL. Oh, no, like no, no, no. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm talking, talking all the ultimate team. I'm, oh, okay, yeah. talking, okay, my bad. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, ne- yeah. World of Chell is phenomenal. Like, that's one yeah. of the best, like, other than NBA, where, you know, like, that's obviously ascended everything. But no, I agree. I think World of, is, which is why World of Shell is the most played mode, yeah. right? And they put so much resources into changing it. If you go back year over year, regardless if you like it or not, World of Chell changes more every single year than any other mode that's in, that's in uh, NHL. But for Hockey Ultimate Team, you know, I, I just, we're going to get the, I, my fear is a couple things. Let, okay, let, let's bridge the conversation to this. Okay. What are a few things that 
if you do not see in 23, you will get that pit of your stomach, like, ah, like not dreams of grandeur, like, you know, like that's something that is just unheard of, like probably a salary cap mode, but like... Give me something that if you don't yeah, see that's that only been in the other ultimate team games for five years, but uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I mean, Hey, five years, yo, it's on its time before NHL. Maybe we'll get it. Yeah. No. Um, I, th- I think the main one's cross console. If that's not in the game mode, um, that's bad. That's sad. Um, another one that I think has to be in, in the game is just upgrading a player like through using them through scoring like the parallel system in MLB or something yeah, like, like some it. Sort, some sort of system like that. I'm um, I'm fearful of that because there's no other EA game that has that, and I don't think I think it's a business thing, man. I honestly I honestly don't see how like I don't know if they like that aspect. And for anyone that doesn't know what we're talking about in MLB, there's a parallel system where if you play with that player and you do well with him, he earns experience and he can go up to a, a plus five overall in every attribute cap. Um, whatever card it is, does not matter. And if you sell it and you buy it back, he still has it. Um, yeah. But any EA game, I, that that you know, that changes things. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I'm expecting it to be the same. Um, and I would like to see some sort of improvement on just the untradeable thing, where everything you get is untradeable, and there's no changing your team late in the year. That's not one specific feature, but I think that's just an improvement on whatever ecosystem they have going on. I will be really, really disappointed if we cannot get a customized X Factor. I oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. That one's if that good. is not in the game, man, X Factors are just like every other mode in Hockey Ultimate Team. They come out, they're flashy, they get promoted. It looks like it's something strong that can be built upon, and then it is forgotten about until it's enough years have gone by that they just removed from the game. If we don't get the ability to, like Synergies, change the abilities that are unlocked by future cards, X-Factors are nothing more than just cool card art. That's it. And again, I I don't write code, but I cannot see how this would be some daunting task that if... Well, it can't be because the synergy thing's in there. To change exactly. The synergy, like, right? that's, you know, like, that's what I understand. Like, if Matthew Kachuk is an X Factor, which, for all intents and purposes, he would have to be in the game for next year. If he comes with It's Tricky, which does make sense for the player, and X Factors are part of, you know, there's hype to it, there's marketing around it, totally he should come with It's Tricky. If he is stuck with It's Tricky as an X Factor his whole season... That is a garbage card compared yeah. in, in, and again, because of the cost that it would take to upgrade him and the fact that his X Factor is completely pointless because they do have an impact. Now, if he has a couple of great games, he scores a couple of gold, dirty goals around the crease and he gets his prime time gets, you know, close quarters and we can then go in and change it's tricky to close quarters. Now we're talking. We got X Factors. I will, I would consider upgrading X Factors. I probably still wouldn't, but I would consider it. Yeah, because it was so disappointing, like, late in the year. Like, let's say you had, like, X-Factor McKinnon. I think he had puck on a string, maybe, or, like, the one Ankle breaker or puck on Ankle a string. Ankle breaker, one. right? But there was a McKinnon that came out with Unstoppable Force. That was way better because it's Unstoppable Force, but you're yeah. stuck with that X-Factor with Ankle Breaker. Yep. Like, it, yeah. it's... Uh, 
that that is one of the more unfortunate ones like it because it seems like such a small thing but it would have such an impact on x factors i think honestly the the biggest one for me uh is cross market now i would assume that if we get cross console we'll get cross market but if we don't get cross console and we don't get cross market and like i would actually be concerned not like business wise for myself because the game sport here for, for anyone that you know behind the curtain sports video game creators they have uh, a great advantage over other video game creators in the fact that no matter what we will get a boom you will get a few months that you will get a surge of views and traction and all of that but obviously then you also have the nut the the death of it or like the the crater which is what nhl creators are going through right now besides um, thrash who's crushing it dude crushing. people love their packs brother they love their packs in august but regardless uh i would be concerned because man did did interest really die when any new card that comes out it's just a banner you're never gonna find it ever yeah and i don't know and and they released 50 million like every single time i go on twitter at like a little bit after five o'clock my time and fosta's tweeting out the new banners and i'm not going to mute him because what fosta does for the community is great mm -hmm. but it's like how are they releasing so many cards every day you look today i bet you there was like 40 new cards i don't know if this is um a philosophy thing or or what i remember i want to say maybe i'm misremembering and for anyone that's you know listening or watching let me know but when nicholas was the content developer he's a he, now he's uh the hut mode developer which is awesome nicholas is one of the best developers um that we have um he went a more like moments style where there was like two or three cards released but they had a moments banner kind of what they have now but he wasn't releasing 12 cards every day and it's just like, where are you getting the packs, man? If, you know, like, other than Thrash, who's got four accounts, you know, in August, f fueling the market. Like, you know, like, there is no one pulling these things. Like, that's straight right there. That's you, him. Like, if you, want, if you want the cards, you're never going to get them. So they're just there to say they're there, you know? And I don't know how they change that. Um, but my, my biggest fear for 23 is that X-Factor thing, like I mentioned, and no cross-console uh, or cross-market. And then there's nothing new about the weekly cycle. Like, I, I'll say this. If we got Rivals and it had a leaderboard, I would... I would... I want to know. I want to know if that would change the mentality of Rivals because I honestly think it would. I think it would change it quite a bit. What if it was, like, properly implemented, right? But it, it, here's the thing. Is it going to be properly implemented if that's in the game? We don't know because the last time they had the leaderboards with online seasons, it was awful, and it was just based on how many wins you had. There wasn't, like, an ELO system. So it's, like, every single thing that EA could have comes with, like, a oh, by the way, this is what it is. It's not exactly what you wanted. It's in the game like this. And that's always the case with all of these things. It's the case with Hot Rush right I, it was the case with with draft champs hut rush has become like the saddest thing for me because i remember when it came out and i was a game changer and i was like this is awful like it's just not and then i i will admit i was wrong because i think the mode 
has a ton of potential and is kind of fun, but it is executed so poorly because they just want a set it and forget it thing that they can put in the game. So they basically yeah. just here's a random spit out random objectives, spit up random mode, bang, done. There's no thought to it. And uh like I've mentioned this a million times, man, if there was a week where you whoever racked up the most hits in a game and your entire team that you drafted was all guys with truculence. Like, I know you can make NHL hits. You can make you can make NHL hits. Like I, that. Like it makes me it makes yeah. me so rattled that that is potential in the game. Here's something I actually want to bring up to you because we we joke about how you know NHL gets things five years later. You know what Madden brought in this year? Uh, a season pass. Which, I saw that. Yeah. Yo. I, that gives me hope because, like, like I said, for Rocky Ultimate Team, we've never had some rivals was stolen right from FIFA. I think Squad Battles was stolen from both uh, Champs. I believe was I don't know if actually Champs Champs came around. Damn, so Madden had Madden, weekend league. Madden had weekend league. Same situation, dude. Like there, other than Hot Rush, um, which is, I don't think Hot Rush will ever go away because it is so easy to maintain. But they could just replicate whatever like fifty-two weeks they did this year. They can just put that into NHL twenty-three, and nobody would notice. And how how like percentage-wise, what do you think that how 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 high do you think that is that they do that? I would bet good. I would say sixty-five uh, percent. I was right? gonna go seventy. Obviously, they're gonna tweak a few weeks around like an event, but I think but it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be the same event. It's gonna be almost identical. I'm so uh-huh. curious because they have to do something new. And, you know, again, we, were, we we are very negative about the game, but we play it way too much. Um, yeah. But we are also super passionate, so we love the game, and we love hockey. Um, I mean, I I was surprised last year about X-Factors. I think the upgrade system, that was a positive, if, if we want to shed some, you know, some positivity yeah, on it. Sure. I think that, that has potential and at least shows that they can do an upgrade thing to it. Icons being plus one. God. They went that way. They went that way because in prior years, what the, what ended up happening was they would randomly release them. But then you ran into that issue where, you know, people wanted a um, a damn Boyle, but he got it. He was released at the early beginning of the year, and he was like an eighty-five. But now we're in February, and there's no damn Boyle, right? But man, like, I would love it if like. You know, there's a flashback Friday, and every you know, there's a new icon that comes out. Something, but that's what I don't get. So why in NHL they they do it every year? All of the icons come out at the beginning of the year, with very very few exceptions. Rick Nash was an exception this past year, mm-hmm. right? But like all of them are released day one. You look at MLB, uh, they space it out. You look at Madden, they space it out. I'm assuming FIFA spaces it out, like. Why why don't they like save some things for it's like oh I know there's gonna be uh you know Marion Gabrick who might technically be an active player but like oh he's coming out in March that's exciting this is all because the different card types that are in NHL so right now off the top of my head the only different card types prime times team of the week master set player base card icons and event card i don't believe and champs hot champs yeah there is legitimately not 
none of those are tied to a specific performance or criteria other than being released so that you could chase something. So what I mean by that is in MLB, it doesn't work like that. Other than, I guess, play team of the month or player of the month, right? But that's yeah. a program that comes out. But you're, the, the, the card types in MLB, all-star. So you want to you wanna Rob Blake all-star card? Here are the stats from his all-star card. That, from, that, would, that would represent what he would be when he, w- when he had his all-star season. Uh, postseason. So uh, Logan Couture's cup run. If you gave him his, he, he should have won the Conn Smythe. He had the most points in the NHL that in the playoffs against Pittsburgh that year. Like he would have got a postseason card from 2016. It's like 96 overall, right? Like it's just ah, <laughs> it's the brain pain, bro. Like that's the difference. So like in, in NHL, we get uh, reacting. There's no like planned, you know. And yeah. even the events don't make sense. Like the. They, they like I, I they they don't they don't make sense like superstar origins I I guess uh kind of made sense you know um because it was like highlighting players from when they first where they first came from okay uh, rivals could have been something as well but then it's like uh this, oh, dude the 16 bit event dude that uh, I think that the Eric Branstrom one that will haunt me for like the rest of my days that I'm covering this mode. That that stupid event. Like I, you could have just done all icons that were in the 16-bit era. It's so funny because they have this need to do like they, they view NHL 94 as the pinnacle, right? Like yep. internally it seems. So it's like every year we have to have a 16-bit event. That's fine. But like you have these Jesus the dog. Uh you have these icons that were here in NHL 94 that were in the game. Why don't you have them in the in the game? Like, why is Jeremy Roenick and and Gretzky and Lemieux and like they usually get something, but like uh, Igor Larionov, like you know what I mean, like Mark Messier, like why are those guys not getting it? And why are you highlighting random current players that weren't even alive during the 16 bit era? Like, no idea. And like that, that's that's the issue, right? It's uh, it, it's very it's very very odd to me. Um, I do, however, think that the event every two weeks system is a positive in the sense that you got to log on, man. You get, there's so many eyes every Friday on the game that I actually think that that is a positive. Like they're doing something well because everyone's numbers jump up. If you're a streamer, you know, everyone wants to see what the new cards are, but yeah, like uh, I, I am worried. 22 was just a, we are going to look back on 22 as one of the worst games, I think. Yeah, I think so. You know, and I, I think there's a lot of easy fixes. Because if, if, if the game was cross-console, or let's say a new console didn't come out, and 22 just released like 21 did, I honestly don't think it would have been that bad. But you are already starting like at negative 5 because of the 4-7 yeah, and they had the new um, engine or whatever this year that caused a lot of issues. I'm assuming that's the reason for a lot of the disconnect issues and stuff like that that happened this year. Or like the random bugs where the you know the AI or the crowd would be dancing whenever you got. Oh, a dude! Or the T. Yeah. Like, dude, and they were all yeah. doing that, bro. Oh man. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I got there's. I, I just want the I want something to be excited about, and I I am, 
I find myself not nearly as excited and more fearful. And I this is solely coming as a creator. Okay, I've been doing this now for five years. This would have six years now. This would have been my this will be my third game where I'll be a full time creator. And uh, every year, the last few years has been my biggest year, which is great. But this year was the first year it felt like a job at points in the year. And that's ridiculous. I play video games for a living, man. There's people out there roofing in August, right? Like, that's a job, dude. Like, I can't complain, right? I'm blessed to be in the position I'm in. But, it, you know, it, it scares me that, like, I don't have faith anymore that they'll come out with some cool features that, you know, are sustainable long-term. And maybe they will, right? I think a leaderboard and Rivals, I've been asking for that since they took it out. Um, I'm really curious to see. What do you, do you think that that would solve... At least a little bit in in terms of rivals. A little bit for me, for some of the competitive players, for sure. But I don't think it solves it solves it for like the top ten percent. I guess you're right, right, man. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess that really doesn't do much for the players that don't. You know, another thing that you know I think is overlooked. We talked about this a couple times too. They always want to find ways to improve gameplay, right? And what is so mind boggling to me since 2004, the way the AI plays has been exactly the same. Yeah, and it would. It would stand to reason that if you change the way the AI operate game by game and You're referring play, to strategy, by right? player by player, opponent by opponent, that the game would feel quite different. Now, if there was six strategies instead of three, maybe you wouldn't have to worry about stick in physics and wacky inflatable tube man situations or passing uh, that, you know, you turn off the 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 auto pass which is fine and it creates a skill gap however uh for whatever reason every every time that you try to pass the puck for a one time or off the rush or, or hit a guy in stride he wants to mario lemieux it like he's at the olympics and let it go through his legs to the farthest guy which is broken by the way yeah. guys like hey, that that is it hasn't been fixed and you know stop messing with that and just give us some new strategies but what i would the point i want to make here madden this year, so a really big high praise thing for Madden has been that you were. A, this is the first time for Madden players that grinding offline appears to be uh, have the ability to give you a decent team, which has never been a thing for Madden, and for the most part hasn't really been a thing for EA. You can argue that EA NHL gives you up packs, sure, that's cool, but my packs could be different from your packs. I guarantee you there's been times where I've finished at 157th and you've finished 6th and I've gotten better pulls than you, right? Like yep. that that's ridiculous, right? So I think that one thing that I find uh, crazy, they're trying to come up with new and, and, and crazy modes and ways to, to keep your engagement. My God, dude, like moments in MLB, big hit for offline pl players, no pun intended. Madden, I grinded out offline challenges today on stream during my playthrough of Madden for four hours, and I enjoyed it. And it was it, it, it was like, here's Joe Nick Joe Mixon, run 60 yards on this drive. If you don't, it resets, and when you do, it ends. Like, if they redid the offline hut challenges, which have been the exact same since NHL 20, this would be the fourth game in a row that they would be the exact same, and I see no reason to think that they would ever pay attention to that. You have something that's really fresh, and uh, maybe, it, you know, like I would love it if there was one developer dedicated to just coming up with a new, a new set of moments every event, and I don't know how difficult it could be. 
you would have to think that they've made enough money off Ultimate Team to bring in somebody to go over the Yeah, NHL has, but EA is the one that determines their budget. No, I know, I know, mm-hmm. I know, but you would still have to think that logically if you want a better experience for the consumer, you can bring in anybody just to go and design these moments and have them end after set amount of time. We've whatever. Talked, we've we've talked about this a lot that there are great things in NHL in all other modes that for whatever reason cannot be in hut you can player lock and be a pro why can you not player lock in hockey ultimate team in a moment put it on the classic view even like the the dynamic whatever and you've got to score five goals with timo meyer against the kings like like, you know would be cool too like and i'm speaking selfishly as like a content creator now yeah That'd be something to do towards the beginning of the year, have like YouTube videos on and stuff or whatever. And that's the thing, like, and you've mentioned earlier, if the game's better, it makes your job better. It 100%. makes everyone wants to see more better. stuff. Yeah. People, people would be entertained more. 100%. Like, like, like all just want a better game. I, I think that for offline players in hockey ultimate, I really feel poorly for you. Like, I feel, I feel bad for you guys because at least I can play Hut Champs, you know? Maybe not well. I can get 15 wins, right? Which is fine. I'm proud of those 15 wins. Okay, I get to Division One, man. Like, if you're in Division Five and you're not playing champs, dude. Like, and it's like, well, why are you playing the games? Like, man, we love hockey. What are our yeah. other options, right? Like, this is well, why. That's we- the thing, though. If you're an offline player, I don't know why you would play Ultimate Team. I know for MLB, I played it for a month or two this year as an offline player, and I enjoyed doing like the moments or conquest mode, and like I had fun more fun than I would in that game than if I did like franchise mode because there were cool things in there, right? NHL doesn't have that. The team building aspect. Like you asked why, why do people play NHL offline? They have no other ability to play another NHL video game, right? So this is all we've got and people like building their team and you know, squad battles is cool. Sure. Like that is, man, it, it is like, that's it. Like that's all you've got because you've got that and offline challenges. And it's like, dude, I complained that there's not enough to do. Yeah, squad battles is the only option for those offline players, but it's like, it's a year. I don't know how long it's been in the game. It's the same thing. The only difference between from when it was first implemented to now is that you can play all your games in one second. You can refresh it. Yeah, and you can choose like the, the, the time and periods and whatnot, but no one does that, I don't think. Like, they... Why was that put in? Because you can't get the max points. Who, I wonder, I would like to know what percentage of people that play squad battles solely for, you know, as offline players, change those settings to get less points. It'd be, uh, it, that'd be interesting. Like, what what do you think they're, like, dude, a, a moment's overhaul. I'm just, I, I literally, so I just logged off Madden, and I'm just like, I was sitting on stream, I'm like, guys, like, if this is just in NHL, man, you know, like, that changes the entire offline experience for the player. Not to yeah. mention, even online players, you get a grind that isn't monotonous. I think the the big issue about NHL is that at, at its hardest level, okay, I would I would be willing to bet a lot of money that on Superstar, that the majority of the player base that plays the game, so we're talking NHL, FIFA, Madden, okay, MLB. If you did Superstar against the CPU, it is. I bet you more than 50% of the player base can easily win. 
And by easily, I mean, like, you're, you know, you're not winning by one or overtime. Like, you're winning by a couple goals, okay? I'd say 50% of the player base. And I'm not, even if you're in Division Four, okay? If you're in MLB, if they put a moment out that was on Legend, dude, you're born with the ability to hit on Legend. Like, you're not, like, that's not something you just get, like, you know what I mean? Like, M and Madden? Good luck! Like, there's no way that you're going to play all Madden offline in a moment, right? But it's so difficult or more difficult that it adds a little bit more. Um, n- humans just don't like being, you know, an e- the, they want the easiest route, the path leads resistance, but that leads to boredom immediately because the reward is so much less. Like if you, if there was a moment on superstar or all Madden and, and Madden that you had to do to get a card and you sat there for six hours grinding it and it was the absolute hell trying to do it, but you got it, that dopamine spike is going to go through the roof, and, like, you're you're all loving it. If you were to do it at NHL, man, like, you can get it done in one thing, and it's like, whatever. It's like playing a franchise mode, and you're playing every game and winning by 70. That gets yeah. old because there's no there's no dopamine kick to just absolutely slamming the the CPU. So That's what I don't get about the, like, I, I get people enjoy the weekly rewards in squad battles, but it's they're better the than any they're the best they're the best rewards yeah they are because you can get you like, get coins and packs but like it's the same thing you have to win by five you have to get 20 shots mm-hmm. right so it leads to people putting their controller down for half the game because they can get it immediately and that's what there's 37 games that's like nine to ten hours a week yeah. and i don't they have to change up something in squad battles i would love to see seasons I think I mentioned yeah. this too for like like, you, uh, like MLB, right? Yeah, like you go in, you got to play 16, 16 games to qualify for the playoffs, and depending on what what difficulty you choose, that guarantees the reward that you're going to get if you can actually complete it. Hey, that's a very simple fix, but I, uh, you know, I just feel for offline players. I really think, much like the gameplay thing, if you added in more strategies, gameplay would feel so drastically different from game to game that uh, it would be fresh. You, you go on Reddit. And I feel for these guys that that complain about, you know, all that is is cross-crease one-timers. You know, and for the last decade, it was short-side wristers. But they overtuned goaltenders for short-side this year, and now the good players go far-side. But that's a whole other argument. But, like, people complain about that. But your objective is to win, and you're not cheating. You Those people that just go for one-timers, like, they're not cheating. That is the way that you score. And there's only three strategies and for the most part two of them every year are borderline useless so for the for the for basically from nhl 08 all the way until uh 18 was really the death of, or 19 was probably the death of it uh was overload you just yeah. used overload that was it overload was the best one overload was it because yeah. it gave you a one-timer in the slot and people couldn't just sit in the middle because they didn't because the ai you know would, could would spread out and then it switched to behind the net. Overload was completely useless because everyone started collapsing and protect net, and there's no way to get that one timer through. So now it's behind the net, right? So then you you're playing, no matter who you're playing, you are playing behind the net, and there's only three ways to score, like essentially with that. So your experience is the same thing over and over again. And if you're not a great player, you're gonna lose to the same goals because that is all of the goals that are available to you, right? Like for the op- opponent to score. If you have six strategies, and a lot of people would like bring back custom strats, I feel like that would absolutely destroy NHL to the point where they would never be able to fix it, and it would be a lost year. Because you would get, in the in the information age that we live in now, dude, we would, 
you would be you, you and me and you know, Pogs and everyone else would be like, this is how you score a goal every single time. Like, here's a breakout that gets you a breakaway every single time. And like, so people would just click on that YouTube video and that's all you would see, right? So I'm not in the custom strats thing for online play. I think for offline, sure, that'd be cool. But again, you would get the same thing. People just cheesing the game to get the rewards. I think that you add in six different ways to play. You know, uh, you're going to have a much more different feel than whatever random new physics skating flashy name that they come out with next to make it like feel amazing it's like dude you, the game is still at the end of the day you are still going to cr cut into the middle or look for the backdoor cross ice pass like that's it dude yeah man i don't know i'm down on this but i am i'm wondering i think uh like i've been super like feeling super negative just about the game in general uh in terms of like the future of the game, right? I think every single year, because it seems, and this is opinion based, not fact, not I'm saying it, they're short staffed as a as a dev crew. So every single year, all these other sports games are passing them up just because they're funded way more by EA. And they can only add so much within like an eight to nine month development cycle that they're just like, they're three to five years behind at least from other sports games. And it's only gonna continue to get worse because for every two to three features, that FIFA are mad mad, NHL can add one maybe. No, it, so, it is. About like, I just don't know. It is awfully tough. I still stand by that the, the game after we get cross console will be the best NHL we ever get because I think it will finally, they'll be able to break out of the handcuffs that are on them because there is no player base. The rivals glitch that was implemented because they knew that you couldn't find a game. They no yeah. longer have to have things in there to, to allow you to find a find an opponent. There is enough people that play the game, right? But because it is server based, you just cut that into eight. And then you or you cut it into four and then you cut it into eight. And it's like now there's nobody. Like dude, like there's nobody. And uh, I think that once it's cross console, man, we're gonna see uh you can see new modes. There's a lot of good things that will come once that happens. Um, but I don't know if this is the year. If it if there is no cross console this year, man, you 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 were right. Like, and there has been no news, which kind of makes me optimistic. I'm fine with that because I mean, ever since they went to that October like release, I think the end of the month is when we get things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the end of August, yeah. Like yeah. it's just like there, you know, there wasn't some random, you know, guy that like random executive that like, oh, cross console will be implemented in a year. Like you know, there's been nothing. Like and uh, I, I'm excited to see, you know, the potential of it. But uh, you know, uh, we'll have to wait, wait and find out about that. And you know. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I just, uh, I, I'd love to go back and listen to like our first episode where we're all excited about 22 and we thought heat seeker was, was so good. I was really excited because <laughs> like playing like the early build we had, um, with the passing the way it was in the build, um, it seemed like there was more of a chance of like, uh, like more realism added and like more dump and chase, some other things, some skill-based things too mixed in with that. I thought certain things would matter when they didn't. Um, and then the game also was just a broken mess in some aspects, too. Um, so I was really hopeful for 22. I'm not going to carry that same optimism into 23, no matter what, uh, because I learned my lesson clearly. Uh, yeah, that would be interesting to hear, though. 
I know. I like, dude. I, we were so. I, I'll never forget that Dennis Potvan episode, where we thought we thought that he was gonna be the heat seeker from the point. Like, <laughs> I know, right? We were like, oh, I just, I just bought him for one twenty. Oh, I was gonna buy that <laughs> dude, one. it's absolutely garbage. We it does nothing. We were recording the podcast, and I was looking at the auction house. I yeah. Think. And I was like, oh, I just bought him. And it was a, it was a, it was a fun year. I'm, I'm excited that we got to. You know, we got to talk every every week about it, and I'm I'm excited as a creator. Uh, I learned a lot this year. The ups and downs, man. The ability point fiasco, uh, yeah. which I think people finally understand that the you know that wasn't all me, and it, you know it was a comedy of horrible timing and and misinformation and uh, frustration. It's fake news, huh? Huh? <laughs> I said it was fake news, huh? Yeah, essentially. Um, but no, I, I think that I had like a, a reality check that I was ignoring like the, the casual player, you know? So I'm excited for 23 to get back to kind of where my channel was like built upon and like helping players that are in division five, get to division one, as opposed to get to division one and then get to top 100 and hut champs. Like, you know, yeah. the fact that you can get to top 100 and hut champs, like, like that is that I feel like a lot of people view that as if a player is good or not. And uh, I got caught up in that as well. Dude, that is 100 players on a console in the world. That does not, that is not the cutoff if you are good or not. Like, yeah. like I feel like you're a good player if you can get to Division 1. You know, and maybe not. you're not a great player, right? You're not going to win GWC, but you can get to Division 1. You're a good player. And I feel like it's the same yeah. thing in other video games. Like you get to World Series and MLB... Uh, that you're a good player. You get to MVP in Madden. That's you're a good player. Like, and I think that that it's just gotten to the point where it's like everyone wants to call everyone you know garbage or crap at the game if you can't get top ten in like hot champs. Like, dude, think of that. Ten people. Like, that's a you know that's exceptionally difficult to and, do. And the, and the same. There's five of them that are always there too. Yeah, exactly. Right? And it's uh, you know, I'm excited for GWC next year. I I will say this. No memes aside, it will be the best gaming world championship we've ever had um from the talks that i've had i'm really excited for it um but talk to me about what you're excited for next year in terms of content my man dude i'm excited to bring some good stuff man like i'm I'm itching like i'm so ready i'm excited uh, for like, some competition yeah dude like the first the, this past year is my first year trying it and like anything with your first year doing something uh you're gonna do some good things and you're gonna make some mistakes it's more about just hitting and there the button yeah, right? Like, that is the biggest one, is, like, going live every week or whatever. But, like, there were some things that took me three to four months to learn. Like, whether that was thumbnails or way to, ways to title a video, that I got to 2,000, like, subscribers by the end of the year, um, posting, like, twice a week. I was getting, like, 2,000 views a video for, like, just my weekly videos. And, like, I was super proud of that just because it's basically my sub count, right? And then I'm thinking, like, I learned so much this year that, like, I have a plan ready for 23 that, like, my goal is 10,000 subs. And then another reason I'm really excited, um, and I and I don't understand how people don't feel this way, is the competition. Like, uh, I want to be better than every other, like, YouTuber, you know, which sounds lame, but, like, I'm bringing that same thing that I used to treat, like, money games and stuff back in, like, NHL 10, right? Like, I want to make better videos than you, for example, Thrash, Henrique, like, I want to do better than you guys. And I'm coming from, like, uh, the smaller creator side, so I might not hit there on the views count. 
but like I want to make sure the quality is better. Like no matter what, I'm gonna have a better tip video or whatever, you know. I'll see like, you in hell, what, buddy. Dude, I, am, I am ready. Dude, I'll say this, man. Like 22. Jokes aside, uh, I coasted a lot. Like I, uh, it was still my best year, but like I definitely lost like the the the. I don't know if it was my subathon or what it was, man. Like the the subathon did a lot of damage physically, mentally. Like my interest in streaming absolutely cratered this summer and a lot of that had to do with the fact that i traveled so much and i just could not get on a regular schedule that i was normally on but streaming 40 straight days is a disgusting thing that i would like it's absolutely doing anything for that long dude like especially just living in your in your studio like you know what i mean like it was it was disgusting i was blessed to be able to do it though so don't don't get me wrong but um i definitely like coasted a lot and i just did the same a lot of the same things i did the prior year and you know, I just, my whole focus was like, oh, as long as I'm number one, you know, like then I don't, I don't really care in terms of like views and all that kind of stuff. But I did, I wasn't like innovating my stuff and like it's starting to come. Like I'm starting to, dude, I, I said that if you were full time, you would be my challenge. You would be, you would be bigger than me. Yeah. And I'm trying to get there without being full time. Right. Which is probably impossible, but like i Dude, and I'm I'm getting angry too right now. I'm getting angry. I'm seeing a lot of bad content out here, and I'm getting pissed off. And I'm ready. I'm dude, ready. I love it, dude. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm excited. I have a uh, a 14 page word doc on my on my videos and playing stuff for for 23. I am I am fired up, which is good. I'm excited for the competition because, like I said, it's uh, I don't I don't know how to say it without being like. You know, I I don't know I don't know how to say I don't know how to say this without it sounding like bad I guess but like I'm I do, I, I'm ready for someone new like to, you know what I mean like I want me three years ago you know what yeah. I mean like I like it Pogs or you or something like there's a lot of good creators that just started but there's no like there's like you guys like under five thousand YouTube subs getting a thousand subs on YouTube by the way is a very impressive feat so that's uh, like <laughs> that isn't being me being I'm only at thirty nine or forty or whatever but like that like. 20 range right there isn't anyone like i guess rival maybe but he went such a chase the bag route because he went all coin selling and you'll never be in with ea not that you're an ea bootlicker but you also miss out as a creator some really important business things that you can really help advance your content right if, and I, I remember getting offers about coin sites when I had like 10,000 subs and I was like, nah, dude, this isn't it. I got a bigger, you know, and thank God I didn't, like, you know what I mean? Cause like the, those, man, those sites are ridiculous. By the way, guys, don't ever buy coin sites. There's you'll more often than not spend money, get the coins and then get banned. So, you know, you hear all about these people that like buy coins or whatever. Yeah. But you don't hear about the ones that get banned. So yeah. EA does not like it when people, you know, get around their ability to make money. Trust me. So and it's funny because they used to not mind because I think some of those earlier, like, even Game know. Changers were like, partnered with those. Yeah. Uh, like, like think, about, think about Ultimate Team just as a whole in 2014. Like, it's just a new, like, no one had any idea what the restrictions could yeah. be. It's just a whole new thing. It hadn't been flushed out, like, how you can make so much money as a business. They're just, anytime that you find a new way to make money, getting new money is cool. But then after like a year or two, you're like, hey, well, wait a minute. I can 2x my return here by telling these coin sites to kick rocks? Okay. You know, 
you know, wait, untradeable cards. Oh, dude, <laughs> sign me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's, there's ways, and like it flushes out, and then it becomes lame and whatever, and it's kind of stationary across the whole board of all ultimate teams. There hasn't been like that new innovative thing about ultimate team in a while, right? And I think that like yeah, you were like you said like. I think that, like, you know, the coin-buying era of, like, that when it was... Or you could, like, pink-slip cards. You'd wager yeah. someone cards, like, bro. Ugh. Man, those are the those are the days. I wasn't even around. Yeah, I didn't like Ultimate Team back then because it was all money games whenever yep. uh, that was around. Oh man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, any any last words? Uh, no, I mean, not that I know of. Um, I'm excited for this next year. It's going to be the, like, I'm kind of scared, too. I'm nervous. It's going to be the busiest year of my life. Like, I'm my last year of school, finishing my master's. juggle this. What's that? <laughs> my What's best that? buddy just had his, had his little girl in December, and he yeah. flips houses on top of being a, um, he's a, um, basically, like, a head plumber for a private school. So he's a very important job. Like, that. Like he's like a technician um that for an entire huge private school and he had a daughter and he flips houses and he was like oh dude it's gonna be great like i'll be fine and it's like dude you know like there's a reason why i don't have kids yet there's a reason why i don't have kids yet that's why i'm so nervous right so like i have to finish school this year uh have a job have a career uh have a baby coming and then it's like also i want to make sure i spend time with my family and then i'm also doing this thing on the side it's like I have to figure out how to manage my time even better because I've gotten really good at it over the past three years. I'll, uh, for anyone that wants to be a creator and just start out, much like Kesso did last year, right? I You probably won't start from the same level that Kesso had, but uh, I would be very clear in the fact that if you, depending on your responsibilities, you have children um, or you're married or um, you, you're, you, you're a caregiver for someone, that's going to change, but... The first thing that goes is sleep. If you really, really want to, dude, you have to. Like, I remember I slept, like, five to six hours. I'm like, dude, I, I you know, like, I slept underwater. Like, you know, like, no, like, uh, that was, like, the thing. Because I had a job over 40, 40, 50 hours a week. Uh, I was engaged. And all I did was I would go, and I would go to the gym is when I lost all my weight. And it was, like, I'd hang out with my wife. 12 p.m. or 12 a.m. would come. I'd spend two hours making a video. And then... I would wake up at 6 a.m. from 2, and that was how I basically just fit it in, right? Like, it's tough. I think, like, a lot of creators want to fit it in perfectly, and it's not something that you can leave, right? Like, you've got to... It has to be constant. The YouTube algorithm is absolutely brutal. The Twitch algorithm is even worse because people will just leave if you're not there all the time, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I'm really lucky. My wife's amazing. She loves that I am so into this. Dude, I'm pumped up, man yeah i like i like that i like that i the 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 fire in you is contagious and you should always be around people that you want to be like and like i said sure i think that's so important right like i dude and i i i'm somebody i keep my circle small like i have like three friends in real life Mm -hmm. and then and then like on here i only talk to a few people you have to associate with like-minded people whenever it comes to certain things and i I think that like kind of like comes back to like the creators that you know, when you look at MLB, MLB, there's probably 10 to 12 that are full-time and uh, making a living out of it. And it's like, maybe you don't jive with one or two of them, right? But there's 12 of them, right? And for the most part, they're all boys. And in the NHL community, it's the same. But, like, it's like, for the most part, it's been me, Henrik, and Thrash. 
I've met both of them. They're great dudes. Henrik's too much, a little younger, too much younger than me. Like, so we're at different stages in life. You know, Thrash's content is geared to a different audience. So it's like, we don't have like that, like, I, I don't have that like in common. You know what I mean? And then like, that's it. Like, there, like I said, there's no one in that middle range, bro. It's like all guys just starting out. And that's why I'm excited about like you and Polg and some of the other guys that, um, dude, I remember hounding you for like two years to make YouTube videos. Right. And like, I know, I know. I wish I would have started earlier, but everything in life, you know, what is it? It's not a sprint, it's a marathon. Is that yeah, the Yeah, something thing? like that. And I think something like that. with that motivational quote from Kesso, we will end the first season of Coffee and Shell as my man here is going to uh, welcome his daughter into the world. So congratulations again, buddy. I'm super excited for you. I know that uh, it, it's been fun watching you be excited this whole year. And to everyone listening... Uh, thank you guys, obviously, for sticking with us. It was an idea that I don't know if I had it or you had it, or if I had it and I forgot about it, and then you were like, "Yeah, let's do it." I don't know how it came to be. Pushed you towards it last yes, year. Yes, you you had mentioned it a week later. I'm like, "Why don't we just record it tonight? Why don't we just do this once a week?" That's how it so. started. And next year, it will be much better. But uh, next year, in in a, in six weeks, <laughs> in six weeks, we'll probably be back. But uh, any any last words, bro? Uh, dude, anybody that uh, watched or listened or watched my stuff this year, thank you. It was a fun year. Um, I don't know. I feel like we're all growing up in front of the camera here, huh? That's it, man. That's <laughs> it. It's how it goes. All right, guys. We, yeah. I will be back over the next coming weeks with a guest host probably just to talk hockey, not so much NHL. Uh, or if there's news about NHL, it's pretty pertinent, like a gameplay trailer or something like that. Uh, but for the most part, um, this will probably be it for the first uh, first season. So thank you guys again for watching. Uh, uh, downloading on Spotify and all of that, man, we had like 30,000 downloads, which is nuts to me, but, uh, I appreciate it. 30,000 losers. That's what it is. That's <laughs> it. That's it. You're not losers guys. You're not. All right, guys. I'll see you, uh, next time. Have a good one. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.